Chapter 9, The Ordeal Soon after her birthday, Alana and Gary went for a day's ride in the royal forest. Jonathan watched them leave, knowing what Alana wanted to discuss with his big cousin. My name is Estelle, and this is Fantasia Divina. Many moons ago, uh, I was on the phone with my mom when she told me about how this kid of a family friend, someone about my age, maybe a little younger, someone I probably begrudgingly played with in childhood while our parents hung out, um, he had a big mental health scare. The police were called, he was hospitalized, he was put under house arrest, but from what they knew, or from what, you know, from what my mom knew, it was like a super way overblown reaction to what he was actually experiencing, and just like the police took it way out of hand. Anyways, months later, I'm visiting home, hanging out with some cousins and others, including the younger sister of the kid who was still under house arrest at the time, and she talked about, not in these words, but about how low-key traumatized she was by the experience as we were driving by the hospital where her brother had been, and I fully felt like I had enough maturity to respond and listen and like verbally acknowledge how hard it must have been um, and how hard it must be still. And then later in the day, when it was just us hanging out for a time, she continued to talk and open up to me about it. And she was also curious, asking if I'd be around for Thanksgiving, since she usually has Thanksgiving with my cousins. I'm probably 10 years older than her, minimum. Um, And in that moment, I felt like she was seeing me as an adult who could listen to her and be understanding and that I had achieved a level of maturity, right? Like I had been through things, I knew some answers to some questions. So that was an interesting experience. But with maturity, I also know that, you know, part of it I think is that there are questions you don't have the answer to. But I get the sense that it's, it's kind of like having been through at least a good chunk of life's ringers and coming out on the other side better and stronger. At what point do you know that you're undoubtedly an adult? I think I would like some amount of ritualization to lean on. Of course, we have quinceañeras and bat mitzvahs and sweet sixteens in human societies, and to some extent, like, high school graduation, but none of that quite nails what I'm looking for. For Alana and for the Knights of Tortal, the ordeal is kind of like that rite of passage, and in a way, like, hardcore putting you through some tough experiences to make you stronger. Oh my gosh. Okay, speaking of which, let's let's just go right into the 30-second recap of the chapter. Alright? Three, two, one, go. Okay, Alana tells Gary her big secret that she's a woman. Gary and Jonathan are the knights who instruct her in her, like, ordeal code, telling her what it means to be a knight and to help the weak and blah 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 blah. She goes through the ordeal. It's very scary. She experiences, like, drowning and... and the Jonathan being attacked by Roger, all the things she hates. But then she gets through it all right. She doesn't make a sound. She's knighted. It's great. Her brother's there. He gives her a magical shield that looks like a castle, but secretly underneath it's a lioness for when she reveals her true identity. It's wonderful. I feel like I nailed it. It's really easy to nail the major points in the chapter when you just gloss over all the mushy-gushy feelings about how proud everyone is. When Alana is riding with Gary, I notice that the text refers to him as Duke Gareth's son when talking about attributes he inherited from his father. Alana also mentions how Tom reminds her of their father at some point later on in the chapter. Uh, It makes me think about how with every passing year, I notice my growing resemblance to my mother. And I also think about 
how often we measure our adulthood and our maturity by the standard our parents set. It's kind of endearing, but also terrifying. I don't want to be a clone of my mom. <laughs> but I guess there's nothing wrong with our relationship with our elders being an important piece of how we see our own growth. Another important piece is growing into yourself and questioning things, I think. After the scene with her and Gary, there's a line that says, To everyone who knew her, Alana seemed to change in the months between her 18th birthday and Midwinter Festival. Not only is she thinking about all the crap on her plate as this momentous point of her life approaches, but also I think part of it is her having told Gary who she is and her going to the goddess's temple and her sense of self and self-acceptance becoming stronger and developing more. Mm, I generally just like talking about things I liked in the chapter, but I want to talk about this part that really annoyed me because I think I can make it about the theme of maturity. The night before her ordeal, ostensibly for her own good, George drugs her into a sleep so that she doesn't, quote, fret herself sick. I think if she has to sit with her anxiety the night before, that's her call, right? Like, you don't decide to use a sleeping potion for her. It's like when someone who thinks they know better than you, and George is older than her, probably sees himself as more mature. When they make decisions for you, they're actually keeping you from growth experiences, and they're not treating you like a like a real adult. Okay, one last note about the theme. That thing I said in my opening bit about not knowing the answers to all the questions, I feel like the text affirmed that, that that's a part of adulthood. Alana is talking about how afraid she is of the ordeal, how it's something she can't see and knows nothing about, and then while she's in the ordeal being faced with terror after terror, the challenge often seems to like go away and move on to the next bit of the ordeal when she admits that she doesn't have the right answer or the solution. That seems very indicative of being an adult to me. For this episode's sacred imagination scene, I've picked the ceremony of knighthood, Alana's ceremony of knighthood. I think it is a really beautiful scene and I want to read it and try and put myself more deeply into it. Okay, so... Here's the passage. The ceremony of knighthood at sunset was brief. The real ceremony, the ordeal, was over, and this was just a formality. Alana knelt before the king and gave her oath of fealty, swearing to defend the crown and tortal all of her life. In turn, the king touched his sword to Alana's shoulders and head, saying gently, I dub thee Sir Alan, knight of the realm of Tortal. Serve honorably and well. Alana stood, it was strange. She didn't feel any different, except tired and shaken. But now she was a knight. A slender, red-bearded man stepped out of the crowd, beckoning Karam forward. Tom grinned at his startled twin. "'Your Majesties,' he said politely, bowing to the king and queen. "'I am Tom, Lord of Trebond, and a master of the Mithran Light. I beg leave, by right of my relationship to Sir Alan, to present him with his shield.' He gestured towards the large, leather-covered object Karam bore." The king inclined his head, refusing to stare at the very young master as his court was doing. You have the right, Lord Tom. Tom removed the shield cover, revealing a black tower on a red field, the treebond arms. Taking it from Karam, Alana settled it on her left arm. It was light and strong, and she could feel the protecting spells on it. She bowed to her brother and to the king and queen, then glanced around, startled by the sound of cheers. They were cheering her. She shook her head, blushing. They had cheered when Jonathan was knighted, of course, but this was something else. He was the heir, and an heir who was a knight was far more powerful than an heir who wasn't. 
but she found a place in their hearts, and they cheered for her because they loved her. A bit longer than usual, that passage, but the whole scene is just... Mwah. You know, it's funny, this little sacred reading moment just made me very glad to like that I'm doing this whole project because the scene was just just brimming with beautifulness, even though Alana is tired as heck, but just like the colors of sunset, I can just imagine the light and the cheering of all of Alana's friends, everyone's so proud, and it's if you're someone who knows Alana's secret, you know what a monumentous thing she has done. I just feel like I'm bursting with pride. <laughs> Honestly, I only read Alana once, and it was fairly recently in comparison to when I read all the other books by Tamara Pierce. And so I just realized like how much Alana as a character has, how much she's been endeared to me by doing all these sacred readings. I think it's funny that they hold the nighting ceremonies, like the sunset after they've left the ordeal, because it's I'd like the ordeal is just so harrowing. I feel like anyone in that position who's getting knighted is probably just like really out of it and kind of dissociating from the experience. It seems a little bit like that for Alana, right? She's tired, she's shaken. Her brother walks out of the crowd. She's like, what was happening? And then, but I feel like it's just like the love of her friends and everyone just grounds her back into this moment when she feels the spells on the shield that Tom gives her when she sees that everyone is cheering for her. I want to cry. I just, I love it. I love it so much. I feel like this one was quite a short episode. <laughs> I want to end this one by giving a blessing to Tom. Oh, Tom, Tom of Treebond. At the end of the chapter, he shows her the little special trick he's done with her shield, which is to magically hide the symbol of a lioness underneath the coat of arms of Treebond that will reveal itself, I guess, when she reveals her true self. I almost want to cry when I read it. God's all bless, Tom, for accepting Alana for who she is and supporting her in such a wonderful way. I feel like it really means a lot when so many people think that she is right now Sir Alan, Knight of Tortal to have Tom give her this this piece of acknowledgement of who she really is. A lioness rampant. This has been another episode of Fantasia Divina. Next time I'll be reading chapter 10 to Duel the Sorcerer through the theme of courage. I might also lump the epilogue in there. I don't think I'm going to do a whole episode for the epilogue. It'll be the first repeat theme too. Ooh, since I'm using courage for the final chapters of all the books in this quartet. So until next time. Bye-bye. Let me go to the chapter where I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mom. <laughs>